What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Loud up, what do you got? All right, so you guys know that I talk about this all the time. Representation matters. It's huge, especially in films. And I was super excited to see that Leslie Grace, who played Nina in the movie In the Heights, Mm -hmm. will be the next Batgirl. HBO Max is releasing a new Batgirl movie, and she was casted as the lead role. Congratulations to her. It's Dominicana, so, you know, got to give a shout-out to our Latinos. Mm-hmm. becoming superheroes because <laughs> there we go one. we got one we got another one she's one yeah. out of three yeah well we had the uh what is it uh max morales was that the spider-man character that they had mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they had i think it was max morales is it something else i may, I may be so there's maybe. she's one out of three um in the dc comics so i mean we're you know pushing yeah. it for more pushing it for more yeah. but miles morales sorry i had max on the brain because we were talking about that dreamboat max kellerman earlier <laughs> Um, Miles Morales. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. I'm excited for her. First of all, Batgirl, you know, she's kind of sexy too. So there's that. And she's got definitely, Leslie Grace definitely has that too. So yeah, great singer, great bachatera. So, you know, shout out to the girl. There you go. There you go. Shout out, shout out. Um, Cap, do you like Batgirl at all as a character? Like, you know, did you ever notice Batgirl in any of the, uh, Batman shows or movies or, episodes you may have seen in the past old school batman and robin you know there were the batgirl and the uh tight black outfit yeah i mean i guess i think i've dressed up in halloween one time i was batman my lady friend at the time was batgirl but listen i think it's cool laura just i I like how you like representation you know and i know that people feel that way i just want to know when the hebrew brothers are going to get you know like a batman or a, a spider man or a superman you know, could you imagine Jerry Seinfeld cast as one of these kinds of characters? I mean, somebody, uh, where are the Hebrew brothers in all of this? Come on, I want representation too. Anybody? No? As you I should, mean, man. Sure. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I feel like that, you know, I, I don't know off the top of my head who's Jewish and who's not. Um, but uh, I would imagine there are, are plenty of actors that are Jewish, right? Or no? Yeah, I just don't know if any of them are going to be uh, going to be superheroes. Maybe I'll get Bill Goldberg the former pro wrestler who was on the TV show, The Goldbergs. Maybe I'll get Bill Goldberg to be a superhero. Because let me tell you something, George. I love pro wrestling. When I was a kid, and they broke out Goldberg, and I was like, oh, my God, this is my Sandy Koufax of wrestling. Finally, there's a Jewish dude, Goldberg, and he's spearing people and beating people down. Well, the guy who played the Flash in the Justice League movie is Jewish. There you go. Who that? Uh, His name is... Uh, hold on a second. Uh, hold on. If you give me a sec. God, it doesn't. Where is his name here? Uh, Ezra Miller. All right, Ezra, my man. Yeah. Baruch Hashem. All right. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Um, so Laura, since you had hot Cheetos earlier, it looks like you are having, uh, baby carrots and hummus. I uh, love hummus. Okay. My kids love hummus too. Love hummus. Love it. Yeah. Not my, like it's okay. Like I don't crave hummus. My kids literally say my wife buys them in these little like packages that you can open Mm -hmm. like little like individual ones. Mm -hmm. And, uh, the kids love hummus. Dude, I I will put, I will use hummus as my go-to condiment. I mean, seriously, my go-to condiment. I'll put it, I'll put hummus 
on anything, especially there's a brand in the grocery store that I love. It's called Sabra. Does anybody know? And it's just yeah, the it's, classic it's, hummus. It's, it's, yep, I mean, you, you act like nobody knows. It's like the most famous hummus brand there is. Well, what like I'm it. saying is I just want to be very specific here because Greg gave us a very specific brand of gummy bears. He didn't say gummy bears are my junk yeah. food. He had Parable. a very specific yes. brand. So Sabra hummus. Very, very oh, good. Okay. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, so people are tweeting us. It is National Junk Food Day with their favorite junk food. Um, so we've got uh, one nomination here from SLS who says, uh, just put me in front of a TV with a can of Pringles. Um, and, and then he corrected himself. He said, actually, how about munchos? I used to love munchos when I was a kid. Do they still make that as like a potato chip? It's kind of those like fluffy, airy kind of potato chips. They look like little um, trumpets. Like they look like uh, yeah, they're yeah. circular and cone They're little tornado kind of. looking things. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Tornado. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so uh, we have Starfish and Coffee says churros are the most underrated junk food. Churros are really delicious. I don't know if I go churros regularly, though. I think that has to be – Laura, are you with me on this? Like churros have to be something that – I, I got to be in the mood for that. Yes, you can't just go and buy churros. You have to crave them. And on top of it, I'm really picky with where I buy my churros. Mm-hmm. Mm. So that's the that's the key. Find like I said, Whittier. Okay, I forget, by Pioneer High School, there is a place that you get them, amazing. And Costco brought their churros back, so those are also good. And then Disneyland, yeah. of course. Man, I'll tell you any time though. of the day. I don't care when it is, when it is, however it is. Oh, that's any time of day, any day. A, a churro. churro. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, see, I get. Can you guilt. say that again, I, Scott? A churro. I get very. That very was better. Guilty. The second yeah. time was much better. Yes. Yeah, I like it. I, I just the thing is, is I'll eat them, but I'm guilty about it because I feel like it's this fried sugary thing. I mean, that's exactly what it is. I know, and I just feel guilty about it. I got food guilt. Okay. Fair enough. Churro. Churro. No, no, no. Churro. Churro. There you go. Churro. There you go. Oh, dang. Churro. Yeah. You got Roll that. Yeah. There you go. Much better. <laughs> Much better. All right, so a lot of people on hold that want to talk about this Lakers point guard situation. Um, but in the interim, Scott, I also want to talk to you a, a little more about last night. So Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, mm-hmm. after the game, ecstatic, excited, right? Who wouldn't be? He won a championship. He, he kind of, not only did he talk about his own journey, but kind of took a shot at other people's journeys yeah. to a championship. Uh, Laura, do you have that sound of Giannis from the postgame? All right, let me hear it. You know, obviously, I want I wanted to get the job done. You know, uh, they, but that's my stubborn side. Like it's easy to go somewhere and go and win a championship with somebody else. It's easy. I could go. Like I don't want to put anybody in the spot, but I could go to a super team, and you know, just do my part and win a championship. Still one. But this is the hard way to do it, and this is the way. And we did it. We did it. We did it, man. Now, look, I, I know everybody's eating that up one way or another. Everybody, either they either love it um, or they, they're annoyed by it. Um, I, I'm kind of indifferent to it. I, I think that to the, you know, the winners get to write history, right? Like that's generally how life works, right? Is that fair to say, Cap? I think that's fair. Yeah. So, I, I mean, we could poke holes. I could poke plenty of holes in, in his argument because – you know, if Kyrie doesn't get hurt, if, uh, you know, if James Harden is 100%, uh, if Kevin Durant's shoe size is one, one size smaller, um, you know, he's out in the second round again. Like, that's how close life is to, you know, it, you know the quote-unquote right way not necessarily working out. Um, and it, it, I hate the super team argument. You and I talked about this a little bit last week because 
The NBA is full and littered with super teams. The Boston Celtics were a super team when there were only eight teams in the damn league. <laughs> okay? The Lakers were a super team. Uh, the Celtics had another iteration of a super team. Uh, the Miami Heat were a super team. The Golden State Warriors became a super team. I, all these teams, there's a lot of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, maybe not initially, but eventually they became one. Like that... That, that argument to me just doesn't hold water because it's like the league is littered with that. So are you saying Magic Johnson because he chose – and he said this on the record. I am not making this up. He told the story back in 1991 in the L.A. Times when he was asked about the Bulls and Lakers having the potential for the number one pick. He said, had the Bulls won, I would have gone back to Michigan State. I wanted to play with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, so who was the MVP of the league. So, like, are you taking a shot at Magic too? I mean, it seems like he's definitely taking a shot at Kevin Durant. Uh, perhaps it seems like he's taking a shot at LeBron too, although those two seem to be friendlier than most people think, um, at least to my knowledge. But, yeah, like, I, I get it. He's excited and he's saying stuff. But, dude, like, you know, both those teams got there because luck was on their side in a lot of ways. And sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. Yeah, but I, I, when you talk about poking holes in what he said, George, the one thing I would say to Giannis is, you know, it's no guarantee. The, the, this notion of it's easy. Had I left and gone to the Lakers, had I left and gone to the Warriors, et cetera, et cetera, it would have been easy for me to have just walked in the door, played my part, and bam, we got ourselves a championship. And that is not the case. And what you said about Brooklyn is right, because had their guys stayed healthy, we might be talking about a completely different end right. to the season. And, 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 and we know he hates Harden, so that, okay. that could be probably his primary target, but, to be honest. But I, would, but I would say this. Forget about all the history for one quick minute, and let's just talk modern era. I thought, this is my interpretation when I'm listening last night, Giannis is taking a shot at KD for going to Golden State, and in my opinion, he's taking a shot at LeBron for this reason. He said, my stubborn side had me stay here in Milwaukee. Smaller market, not a championship franchise, hadn't won in 50 years, but I wanted to finish the job. And to me, I thought Giannis was taking a shot at LeBron, who obviously also was in a similar situation in Cleveland, left and went to Miami. When he came back to Cleveland, some might argue that having Kyrie going and getting Kevin Love, that they did become a super team. And then obviously with the Lakers going and getting AD, people might argue that it's a super team. In my opinion, Giannis took a shot at KD. I think he also took a shot at LeBron for leaving the small market Cleveland and winning in other places, even though he got it done in Cleveland as well. I thought that was the shot that Giannis was taking. And really, you said you were indifferent to it. I actually kind of loved it. Uh, I mean, sure. That, that's I mean, look, for content-wise, I loved it for sure. As soon as he <laughs> said it, I tweeted it out like, oh, this will be something tomorrow. Um, so, but yeah, like, I, I just think that, again, I understand the winners get to write history, but if we're being real here, there are a lot of, there are a lot of holes in that argument, beginning with just the entire NBA has been littered with super teams. But um, you're so. a 26-year-old champion. You've got all of these honors now that are on your resume, and you've just won the big one, and you did it in Milwaukee. You didn't leave and go to this major market or that big-name team. And, and, you didn't and, go and, join and, a whole no, bunch I get of it. guys. I get it. And he even yeah. said, we may never win another one, and that's fine. They can't take this one away. So I get it. Like I get what he's saying, and that's cute because you know what? The Midwest teams outside of the Bulls generally don't win in this sport, right? Like, they are kind of forgotten. We treat them as flyover states or, like, cities that are feeders for the elite coastal teams, right? Um, you know, and, and that's just the way we treat it. So good for them. I am happy for them. They deserve the respect. They went through whatever was in front of them, uh, albeit 
you know, you can poke holes in it no matter what. The, the winners write history. Let's go to the phones, though. People want to chime in on that. They want to chime in on their favorite junk food on National Junk Food Day and what the Lakers' point guard situation needs to be. As Mark Spears is reporting, they are looking at veterans, and they are specifically, according to his source, targeting Russell Westbrook and or Chris Paul. Uh, is that cool with you? Do you want someone else? Uh, Brian in Oxnard. Brian, what's going on, man? What's up, man? I wanted just to call about the whole point guard situation. Uh, I would say go with Chris Paul. The reason I say this strongly is because uh, Russ Westbrook is always dinged up for games. I believe the last two years, the last thing we need is having Brittle, Anthony Davis playing next to Brittle. Uh, Russ Westbrook, as much as I love Russ, That's fair. I like the leadership of uh, CP3 tagged along with LeBron, better outside shooter. That's my point on that. I want to give uh, advice as far as junk food goes. There's an amazing spot up in North Hollywood. If you guys have ever been there, uh, it's legit L.A. street taco burrito stuff. Killer asada fries as well. It's called Tacos El Venado. Mm. It's uh, V-E-N-A-D-O. But it's like legit. Uh, it's right there on Victory Boulevard off of that exit across from West Coast University. Amazing food. Check it out. Their Instagram, you can taste the food by looking at the photos. It looks so damn good. And I'm actually probably going to go to later today probably. So you guys Ooh, check it out. It does look it's good. I'm looking really at the stuff. pictures here right now. That does Their look Their asada is to die for, I'm telling you, man. The yeah. pastor, but the so it's right off of Victory, right? Right off of Victory. Uh, but look at this, though. There's two of them. When you get off Victory, there's one off the freeway exit. That's the knockoff version. Do not go to that one. You want to go to the one that's across the street from the Sinclair gas station. It's, okay. it's on a sidewalk set up. You can't miss it. Okay. All right. Brian Oxnard, 805 representing. 805 in the house. Right, hey, buddy, listen, yeah. I got I to gotta say something here. To me, Chris Paul is the you, obvious Brian. choice. Yeah, great call. Listen, but George, I think Chris Paul is the obvious choice because, yes. of we, because of the relationship that we know he has with LeBron. So, so to me, it's very obvious what the Lakers would like to have happen, or let me rephrase it, what LeBron would like to have happen. I would just say this, though. I don't feel like you're getting younger and more athletic. I think you're getting older, obviously. And when you talk about injuries, I mean, isn't that kind of Chris Paul's reputation? No, but here's the thing. But if you look at Chris Paul's last two seasons, he's been a a pillar of health. I mean, yeah, he got messed up in the first round when he got the stinger or whatever, but he played through all that feel like he kind of ran out of gas also you know no, one of my I mean, favorite things that's well, happening on on the internet right now is remember the Suns in 4 guy well yeah. people have photoshopped and put a bucks jersey on him and now it's bucks in 4 and i think that's hilarious but i guess what i'm saying is i know what i think lebron wants but i'm not so sure that it's the right move okay all right uh i think chris paul's the right move for all the reasons that the gentleman alluded to. They need a leader. Um, they need a guy that can help kind of, you know, create offense for them, uh, set guys up, put guys. They need a secondary ball handler. They've needed one forever, to be honest with you. Um, let me grab Jose and Montebello before we go here. Uh, what's up, Jose? Uh, hey, guys. Good afternoon, everyone. So I'm, I'm with you, Sedano, on, on Giannis's comments. Um, I do think there's a lot of holes you could poke on that argument that he makes. Um, one big thing, right, with John, with John is he's so big with family. Um, I think the financial security that he got with his contract really drove him to stay there. So it wasn't just about the challenge. It was about the financial support that he was going to get with that bigger contract. Um, and I think if he doesn't pull through this year or wouldn't pull through next year, 
he wouldn't be the only disgruntled superstar in the state of Wisconsin. He might have been requesting a trade then. It's something that <laughs> we won't be able to see because they already came to fruition this year, but I guarantee that's something that would have happened if he wouldn't pull through Dude, this year. Dude, to your point, thank you for the call, and Malika Andrews made this, had this report two years ago uh, when they got bounced by Toronto um, that basically that he was, and this was before he signed the extension, that he was like that that next season was potentially going to be um, big for them, right? Like as far as what he thought that if he didn't feel like the team could win, um, that he would move on potentially, like that there was that possibility. Now they went after Drew Holiday and they went after the guys he wanted, um, and and so he stayed. But it, it you know, it, it wasn't always you know daisies and rainbows uh, well, with Giannis you, there. Either. You mentioned the other disgruntled superstar yeah. up in the state Save it. Wisconsin. Save it for the other side. We're way over and I got to do a live read. Save it for the other side. Uh, and we also, I also want to keep taking these calls on your junk food, your, your go-to junk food on National Junk Food Day, what the Lakers should be doing with their point guard situation as Mark Spears is reporting Westbrook or Paul is the targets right now. And then Giannis's comments about super teams. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Yes, sir. Sedano, LZ, and Cap with you here. I know we got a full board of calls. We'll get to those calls in a second about uh, what the Lakers' point guard situation is going to be. Mark Spears of the Undefeated and ESPN reporting. They want a veteran. They are eyeing Chris Paul and Russell Westbrook. Do you like those options? Are there other options you would prefer? Obviously, Giannis yesterday in celebration taking a shot at guys who, uh, you know, joined super teams. Curious to get people's reaction on that. And it is National Junk Food Day. So hit us up on that at 877-710-ESPN as well. Your go-to junk food. And be as specific as you want, whether it's a specific food, a specific place you want to go to get food. Like, you know, a gentleman who called earlier said, Tacos El Venado. Uh, was his spot. He loves him some uh, asada fries from there. So hit us up. Uh, feel free to shout any spot out. Now, the fascinating part of the basketball conversation with Chris Paul is that we're almost 10 years uh, you know, away uh, or removed, removed from Chris yeah. Paul almost being a Laker <laughs> the mm-hmm. first time around. So it, it would be interesting if he eventually became a Laker anyway. Um, I, I like the move. I, I, I don't think – I do think Russ has been hurt a lot more recently. I also think that Russ's game is predicated on athleticism, and I think that goes way quicker than Chris Paul's more um, structured game is the way I would call it. Uh, so I, that, it's why I would prefer Chris. I get hometown kid with Chris, uh, Russell Westbrook, UCLA – Greg, do you have a preference? I mean, you're a huge Laker guy. You once had a Laker blog. I did once have a Laker blog. I actually have more preference towards Russell Westbrook because of what he can bring uh, with the speed and being able to uh, to push the pace a little bit more. And right, but and Anthony he, Davis has to commit to playing center, and that means because that way he can he can. Why is that any different in, than if Chris Paul is 
is there? Why would he? he because still has Chris to Paul can shoot the ball, and you well, can't. So, you need spacing. Like, sure, with that, yeah, you, get, you have there. to get other shooters, of course. But I think Russell brings other things. Well, he is a good um, mid-range game as well. I know CP3 has one of the best mid-range games out there. But we've seen Probably what happens the to Chris Paul. Generation. Yeah, no, he is. He's incredible. But we've seen what happens to Chris Paul at the end of seasons. We see what happens to him in the in the finals. He starts to wear down. He starts to start losing. Uh, he starts being loose with the ball. With lots of turnovers, and you know that was a big problem in this finals in itself. Well, I, I don't mean, think that Chris- also, you know, I mean, listen, I mean, Drew Holiday was literally picking him up 90 feet. Right. Uh, Drew Holiday you know. was fantastic against him and Booker. Right. But I mean, that's again, he's playing with Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton. Like he's not playing with LeBron and Anthony Davis like that. That probably changes a little bit if those are his teammates as opposed to Devin Booker, who's been fantastic. And it's really the we're seeing the evolution of a superstar. But DeAndre Ayton is nowhere near the player Anthony Davis. is. No, of course not. They're, they're not at all. But I, I think that Russell Westbrook would fit better over CP3. I don't really like the idea of CP3 on this team period. I just don't I don't think he's a good fit. I know, I know for all the reasons that you're saying with a good mid-range game, he can hit a three, he can dictate the pace. I think that the pace itself... Leadership? Though, there leadership. Is a, Forget about there, all that. Yeah, you don't need the leadership. down to what does LeBron want. You don't need right, the leadership? Okay. You've got LeBron. LeBron is your leader, is he not? Okay. Right, exactly. LeBron and Anthony Davis I mean, are your right, leaders. I mean, right, but having like a second guy is never a... I mean, that's what they had Rondo. Was Where was Davis Rondo's... Hold on. Rondo was, was here to be a leader, like, and that was part of his job, and he was here, and they won a championship. Rondo Rondo worked and he came and he came through in the playoffs. Playoff Rondo came out of nowhere and, and worked out. Yes, I think it it could work. I just prefer. You asked me which I preferred. I prefer Russell Westbrook in this situation. No, I, I know. I'm just talking about pushing back. Not pushing back on you. I'm pushing back no, no. on Kaplan, Mister. Well, what about just, LeBron? What LeBron's I'm, the leader. Well, he is. And and what and here's the thing. LeBron will get what LeBron wants. So if this is what LeBron decided he or decides that he wants. And this is what LeBron says is going to be uh, going to be the piece of the puzzle that they need. Then he's going to convince Chris Paul. He's going to convince the Lakers and he's going to get what he wants. That's the way I perceive it. But I got to just take a timeout for one quick second. George, you were talking about your karate career. Let me ask you a question. When was the last time you practiced karate? Oh, a long time ago now. Okay, so that said, hypothetical, you're walking down the street. You're a black belt in karate, but you haven't practiced in a really long time. Somebody attacks you. Do you immediately have the instincts to use your karate and fight off someone who has attacked you? Why are you trying to be Mr. Miyagi by saying it that way? Because I wanted to really, really get into the I mean, importance I, I, of karate. I don't know. Karate. I'm sure if I was attacked, I mean, I don't think you just forget how to fight. No. So. But do you think your instincts immediately take over and you're like, huh, huh? Like well, do you, do you I, I don't think I need to make those noises. I think oh, I, I just you need had to. to survive in a fight, if that's what you're mm-hmm. asking me. But yeah, but I want to know because I, I have a, I, I always wonder about that. And by the way, if I'm you 43 think- years old, so the, you know when I was 23 and I could fight, it was a lot different than 43 who just threw out his back the other day. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> there's also that part of the equation. Right. But I just always find it interesting that if you got to a black belt, whoever you are, but then you stop practicing, and 10 years later, do you still have the? No, I, I probably the last time I trained was probably 10 years ago. Like trained, like for real, went into uh, a, a gym and, you know, put on the gloves, uh, put on the foot gear and just went at it. It's probably been like 10 years, like in a ring. Mm. 
I'm always curious about that. You know, like I would love to have a black belt and not tell anybody I've got a black belt. So if I have to start kicking some ass, you had no idea that I was a black belt. And I just wonder about guys with black belts. Can they break it out whenever they want to, even if it's been I mean, 10 or 15? break it out? I don't know. Do you want to fight me? Is that what you're saying? Like, I, no, I, mean, I don't want to fight you. I wanna, I mean, I, if you and I, I, I want to get in a ring, we can do that. And I can, you know, I could, you know, tap you around a little bit. Well, I like. mean, it would be interesting to see. I mean, you know, we you could have like our own kind of Jake Paul uh, kind of uh, Logan Paul kind of thing going on eventually when covid is over if you'd like I would i'll let know. you wear a ton of headgear i won't even need headgear okay i would take that challenge just for the goof of it all right that's a good idea that's a very good i'll idea. even let you I wear like one of those chest protectors so when i kick you in the chest and in the butt the stomach or something it won't hurt okay and how about like, you? i'm literally you just gonna be out there to not and i don't wear any of that i'll just wear the okay. gloves and the foot okay. gear and okay. i will just i i, I will you know if we pick, a, like, well, obviously we have to wait for this COVID thing to be over, but because I'd like to get an audience there. But yes, I would fight you, like, just yeah. like, as as an yeah. exhibition. Yes. Yeah, I but I'll let you... you wear. I will legitimately let you wear like the chest protector that okay. they wear in like taekwondo meets. Uh -huh. um, I will let you wear headgear and obviously gloves and foot gear, whatever you want. Um, okay. And I won't wear anything but the gloves and the foot gear. I mean, uh, maybe a mouthpiece. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But. I want to protect the choppers, but, uh, but yeah, like, uh, yeah, I'll let you, that way you don't get seriously hurt. Like I, I may be able to launch you through eventually through like the ring ropes or something if I hit you right, but, but you won't get hurt. Like now, I never I, knew I, we I needed something. Sorry. I never knew we needed something as much as we need this fight. Oh dude, I'm in, by the way, I'm in on this because look, I'm, I'm a bit older. Okay. But I'm also a bit heavier, a bit taller. Okay. And, and, as you're telling us right now, you haven't trained in all these years. Now, I don't Not want you going back into easily. a gym. Yes. I don't want you going back into a gym training. I don't want you go seeing a grandmaster and working. You on want all me your just skills. to do it cold? I have to I at want least. You wait, wait, wait. I, if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna allow you to have all that gear on, and I yeah. don't have any, I have yeah. to at least allow myself to get in some semblance of shape. Particularly, mostly from like a um, like a stretching perspective. Like I gotta Understood. be able. To, I gotta be able to at least do that. Do it I can't at home. just go in there cold. Do it at home. Break out YouTube videos. Remember your old moves. Get out your old, you know, clothing. You know your gi and whatever else you had. Okay, find your black belt. You show up like Danny Larusa, and I show up like a it's fat old guy. Yeah, whatever. I show up like a fat old guy, and then you can either beat me down because I've got all this gear on and I'm not going to get hurt, or we find out what happens when somebody is a black belt but hasn't practiced for all these years. Right. What happened? Does he still have the skills? Uh, Greg, yeah, you got to set I, this I, up. I still think I can fight uh, with, with you because we're closer in age. Like, I can't fight a young person now. Like, if I got in that ring with someone, you know, half my age, they'd probably whoop my ass. <laughs> but you, I would fight you for sure. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, man, we may need to get Dana White involved to set this thing up. Yeah, I don't even think we need Dana White, to be honest with you. I think we could just do it. Like, I'm sure there'll be a place that would host it. Like, you know, maybe we could do it out there in L.A. Live in the plaza. Like, I'd be fine doing it there. That too. would be great, man. That would be hilarious. Yeah. Unless you're sell, me and you get kicked in the gut. We sell you know? tickets for some charity or something. You know, we'll do yeah. something like that. All right. Um, real quick, we do have to play overrated, underrated. But I do, uh, and we have calls. Uh, so I want to get to the calls here in a moment. Um, but we will set that up. Let's wait till post-COVID. We will do that. Um, we will find some time. We will figure out a date in the calendar that makes sense. Um, you know, summer is usually best because I don't have to worry about, like, you know, being on TV as much. 
Um, just in case you do knock me in the right, you know, you get like a, a good punch. Or something, <laughs> if you know? I get lucky. <laughs> yeah. You know, so um, I, I don't want to be able to like at least be able to, you know, show up to work. I'm looking um, for a grandmaster now so that somebody can just give me a couple of tips, you know. Oh, no. So you want to train. Is yeah. Well, I'm going to go to Cobra okay. Kai. Okay, fine. Fair enough. Uh, all right. Let's go to the phones. Uh, oh, real quick. Laura said something to me in my ear. I want you to say out loud because we've kind of labeled you as a little bit of a LeBron hater. Um, but she you is. said what to me? First of all, I'm not, Greg. I said if LeBron can bring Chris Paul, Chris Paul sorry, to the Lakers, because I feel like he should have always been in purple and gold, I will rock one of his jerseys. Okay. Wow. That's a big step for you. I, I do think that is a huge step. A LeBron step. jersey? Yeah. Wow. You will rock a LeBron jersey? Yeah. I mean, she just said Nice. Yes. Well, I didn't know if she meant a CP3 jersey, you know? I mean, of course, duh. That, that's a duh. But, yeah, yeah LeBron. Yeah. Duh. All right, Duh. Chris and Brea, what's your cheat meal, bro? What's your go-to junk food on National Junk Food Day? Uh, it's I'm kind of like you. Cake is hard to pass up, but yeah. for me, my go-to is like a puff pastry, like a cheese Danish, or you could oh. show pretty much anything in a croissant, and I'll probably eat it. Yeah. yeah croissants <laughs> are so damn good. They're so buttery and fluffy. You know, I love croissants. God, they kill you. <laughs> they kill your waistline. Yeah, I, I'm not. I, pastries are good. I don't go very often for pastries. Pastries, but I do like. I do like a pastry occasionally. Yeah, you get some fresh fruit mixed in there with it. It's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. But with the Lakers situation of the two on that list, I'm kind of interested in finding out the other names on that list. Uh, you guys kind of mentioned it. The the Chris Paul is, is kind of the obvious choice for playing styles and the fit. Uh, his mid range game and he can shoot. Uh, the pick and roll with AD would be amazing. Uh, but the money for him, I question if they could get the perimeter players that they need, the consistency on the perimeter. With Westbrook, uh, you just touched on it, uh, George. The, the, his skill set is based off of athleticism. As he gets older, his skill set is going to decline. If he can't right. shoot and he right. can't dive at the, the hoop anymore, then what is he? I mean, he's, a, he's Mr., you know, uh, he'll give you the, the triple doubles every night, but that means you got to pay this dude what thirty million ish, forty two, forty four million right now. He him and Chris Paul make the same number right now. My God! But the difference so is Westbrook has one more year on his deal than Chris. Well, Chris would want a new deal, is my guess. So yeah, I mean, you know, I guess Chris's deal. But could that be just puts more well. pressure on your perimeter players. If he can't, you know, he'll clog up the well, lane because he's and, diving. And to but your then, point, and to your point, Chris, and thank you for the call. He's also not as good a defender as Chris Paul is, Russell. So, Mike in La Puente. Mike, what's up? Mike, go. Uh, yo, Mike, I'm Mikey. here. Yo, yo, yo. You, hear, you hear me? Yep. Yeah, we got you, man. Talk to us. You're on the radio. Uh, You're on right. live. Okay, sorry, guys. Hey, um, I think the Lakers should bring back Ball, Alonzo Ball, and oh. also bring, see if they can get Jeremy Grant. And you mean for trade for LeBron. him from Detroit? I don't know. Yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> I he's know under contract. A perfect fit. Yeah, I always like Jeremy contract. Grant. He was always there, and he's a good player. Also, bring yeah, yeah bring back uh, Kamalo. I mean, we gotta get uh, Camelo. Uh Anthony. Oh, so Jeez, you want to bring in Carmelo on the cheap at sign right. Lonzo Ball, yeah. and then uh, you know, all right, I, yeah, I, it's, I, it's I, not I, as I bad, know. you know, because the Lakers, 
you know, they, I don't think they're going to have the money to get it. Really, that somebody that high. Well, they, and, they, they'd have and, to. And they'd it, have to free up some cash with um uh-huh. with with the Dennis Schroeder situation. Like Dennis Schroeder, and thank you, Mike, appreciate it. Has to have has to play a big part in this as far as a sign and trade scenario. All right, let me sneak in one more, and then we're going to play. Would you rather, real quick, and we'll get back to the calls. Laker Rob in Lancaster. He just dropped. Let's go to Kevin in Orange. Kevin. Kevin going right. once. Jeremy and Orange. Hi, yes, I'm here. Yes, sir. What's up, dude? What you got? Hi. A um, couple things. Uh, I think the Lakers need a three-point shooter. I think uh, Russell, I agree with Greg, Russell Westbrook 100% is, should be signed by the Lakers. She's, she's got – he gives us triple doubles. He'll get us the points. And – that's all I want to say for that. And for for the junk food, pecan pie, because I'm Louisianan. Oh, and I was going to say, like, I'm not a big pie person, but pecan pie, definitely not my thing. Key lime pie, dude. Key, Key lime, lime pie, pie is delicious. Oh, yes. man, that's my pie. Yeah, yeah, that is delicious. Pecan Thank pie, you, though, I don't love. I don't like the texture of the pecan. Yeah. I don't like the stickiness. I don't mind a pecan on its own, you know what I'm saying? Like, But not in pie, for whatever reason. Mm. Uh, all right. Hit me up with would you, would you Rather here real quick. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. <sighs> I would much rather... I'd much rather be a pilot. Uh, although Detective is interesting. Um, I'd much rather be a pilot because I love to travel. I'd love to be able to, like... I also feel like when you're up in the sky, like, I, you know... It, there's a certain freedom of being up there, right? Like, it just feels kind of cool. So I would go with a pilot. I'd rather be a detective. I, I'm going to stay on the ground here and investigate stuff. And I'm going to let somebody else who's much more meticulous than I am, someone much more detail-oriented, you handle the plane. I'll be down here on the ground, and I'll, I'll do investigative sort of cop work. I'm, I don't think I want to be a pilot. Laura? Okay. I love to travel, so I'll be a pilot. I know how to navigate things. Wow. There you go, girl. I like that. Uh, what's next? All right, Cap. Would you rather walk barefoot in a public restroom or get poisoned? Or get poisoned? Yes. <laughs> I'd rather walk barefoot in a public restroom. <laughs> I know it sounds really gross. Like you go to the beach and there's you know public restrooms and you probably aren't wearing shoes and who the hell knows what's on the ground from who? Um, I know it sounds disgusting, but I feel like I can clean my feet. I don't want to be poisoned. I, I think that sounds worse. I'll, I'll take the barefoot in the public restroom. So it's barefoot in the public restroom, or what was the other one? Poisoned. Oh, yeah, I'd rather go barefoot in a public restroom, dude. Why would I want to be poisoned? Like, I don't want to seems... die. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, just hell? because you get poisoned doesn't mean you die. Like, you I get mean, po- there's it's, different- a, it, it, it's a much better chance than, you know, going barefoot in a restroom. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think Although, who that. knows what sort of amoeba is flying around on the floor. Sure. You know, exactly. you always, of, you could always, you know, you could always clean your feet afterwards. And, right. And, that's and, my know, point. Soak your feet in something that could help that. But uh, being poisoned, I don't feel like there's a, a respite from that. What's next, Greg? <laughs> All right. Laura, okay. uh, would you rather have to listen to only Justin Bieber or only Ariana Grande for the rest of your life? Oh, this is easy. <laughs> easy. Justin easy. Bieber. Really? I would go with Ariana. I like Ariana singing much better. Her song's See, much more better. I'd go Bieber, he has too. better features. He does have better features, but I just like Ariana's voice better. Like, she's got a yeah. nice voice. She does. I just be, I, I don't know. To me, I just think that Justin Bieber's got some snappy tunes. You know, I know it's not so cool. <laughs> how old are you? Who is, how old do you have to snappy. be to say snappy? That's right, snappy. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Give it to me again, Kev. What is it? It's snappy. Thank you. You're welcome. Mark gotcha. that tape. <laughs> yep, mark that tape. I got it. Yeah, yeah I, right. I take Bieber. All right. Uh, no, I'm going with Ariana. Next. All right, Sedona, would you rather be immortal on a mortal planet or mortal on an immortal planet? Oh, my God. That's confusing. Okay, okay. Let me let me get this straight. So it's immortal. immortal. Yeah, immortal on a, on a mortal mor- planet or mortal. Right, so I can live forever, a- but, not, but not everyone else can. Correct. Or you can die and everybody else lives forever. No, I'd rather live forever and not everyone else di- and everyone else around me dies. It's kind of like the uh, like basically it's the premise of Wonder Woman, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> like of the the movie Wonder Woman. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'd be okay. I'd make new friends. <laughs> Says a lot about you, buddy. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm a friendly guy. I can make new friends. <laughs> Watching all your loved ones just pass away. Hey, well, listen. That's, that, that's, that's what I was the thinking. L- listen, you got to be real with yourself, okay? Like death is part of life right so but if you're telling me i could take that part out of the equation that means there will be new people in my life all the time like i will constantly i'll miss those people but i'll always have those memories like you know at some point you're going to get to a point in your life when people just consistently die over and over and over around you it gets to be uh, a lot no offense that happens in real life i know but like think about doing that for 200 years and then think about doing it for a thousand i don't know i just think it's an interesting yeah i'm okay with my my choice i am okay with it i know Uh, where i'm going i'm the opposite i'm the i'm the exact opposite i don't want to live forever when everybody else around me is dying I don't want to. I don't want to do that. And Greg, you're bringing up exactly where my mind was going. It's like, oh my god, my wife, my kids, my parents, everybody's gone, but I'm still here. And by the way, I'm immortal. I'm not going anywhere. I'm going opposite of George here. Okay, Laura. Laura. I can make friends easily, so yeah, I'll be immortal. There you go, Laura. See, that's <laughs> I'm what I'm an talking about, man. I can go travel by myself I, and meet exactly. people. Exactly. Exactly. And fly a plane while you're at it too. Yeah. All right. That is uh, Would You Rather. We play that each and every day at 5.30. At 6.30, we play everyone's favorite segment, the most listened to segment on the show, Big Deal or No Deal. Stay tuned for that. We'll take more of your calls on this Mark Spears story at the Undefeated and ESPN. Lakers are targeting a veteran point guard. They got their eyes on CP3 or Russell Westbrook. Do you like those options? Is there another option you would prefer? It is National Junk Food Day. Hit us up with that. Your go-to junk food, either place or spot or actual food. And Giannis calling out super teams, saying he didn't need no super team. Is he doing a little revisionist history? Is I mean, can you poke some holes in that? I think so. We'll get into that as well. 877-710-ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. I mean, that's funny, um, except in 1982, I was five, so I don't know if I was uh, telling the ladies. I mean, I might have. I don't know, but I don't, I don't, I don't recall that in kindergarten. Um, I will tell you this, though, George. Miss Pac-Man, when it came out, I remember it more for the sit-down version. Remember the, how the game used to be like the sit-down version? You have yeah. one person on one side, one person on the other, and yeah. player one would go. I loved it. And back in the 80s, for those of you that are so real quick to, yeah. to interrupt you, yeah. um, my Dan Levitard uh, has that setup that you have that would be like the pizza parlors parlor setup for Miss Pac-Man yeah. or Pac-Man yeah. ha- at his house. Yeah, I know certain people who love video games. They love the old school big stand up video games. Yeah, and back yeah. in Dwayne the early Wade 80s, used to have one in his house, and um, when LeBron and he was playing with LeBron and Chris, they would literally just show up to his house. And, like, he wasn't even there. Like, him and Gabriel Union would be gone, and they'd arrive, and it, those guys would be playing video games at his house. Yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, man, back in the 80s, for those of you who are of this age, when you used to go to the mall or you used to go to a pizza shop, or, and they always had these video games. Like, I loved a video game called Defender. Does anybody remember that one? Defender? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I do remember that. I mean, I was a kid. In 1982, I would tell you, I would go to a roller skating rink, and they had every video game you wanted to play, including, remember, the USA versus the USSR, the bubble hockey game that people used to play back then? No, I, I loved. You don't remember that one? No, no, no. Really? Remember. Nobody remember? Come on. The bubble hockey game? It was no, I don't remember it. I mean, oh, I just man, told you. Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. That's, that was a great one. So I love those video games. And there's sometimes you can find some of these, like, old school arcades that still have them all. Pinball machines. And every video game that you ever wanted to play, Centipede, and all these old video games, Miss Pac-Man, damn, that's a long time. I was 12 years old, dude. Loved it. Loved yeah, the old I, arcades. I, I loved that. I mean, when I, I was a kid, Miss Pac-Man was still, I mean, everywhere when arcades were a thing. But my favorite arcade game um, was NBA Jams. Like, I don't think there's any question that when I played NBA Jams, like to this day, like I think they did it. Greg, am I wrong? Did they do like a remake of NBA Jams for a system somewhere? NBA Jam was on a system. I think was it wasn't. Uh, was it like Nintendo? No, it wasn't Nintendo. Was it, was it PlayStation or Xbox? It might have been PlayStation, like an early PlayStation. I'm trying to think of. Let me see where I can find it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was somebody had it for a system. Um, it was Sega Genesis. Thank you, Jorge. Oh, yeah, that's exactly. oh, okay. yeah, that's what it was. Wow, Sega. Yeah. I would love... Well, I think Super Nintendo has like something called SNES. Like There's like a, like a different Nintendo system that's like kind of old school that you can buy. And they have an NBA Jams game, I think. The that, little that one that's preset with all the games? Right, that has I the preset. Yeah. Oh, it. no way. I love no it. Way. Yeah. God, I would love NBA Jams. I would play NBA Jams right now. Like literally tell you guys... All right, you guys do the show. I'm going to play NBA Jams. Dude, going to the mall back in the day, I can just see it. Arcade over here, movie theater over here, and record store right over here. Okay, so here we go. There was an NBA Jam for PlayStation and Xbox 360 as well, made 10 years ago or so. Mm. It's a great Um, game. Yeah, I love it. I wish somebody should bring it back. 
Anyway, you were saying, Kaplan, in the arcade. No, I'm just saying, listen, I love those games. Miss Pac-Man. I don't think anybody There's ever called no them Mr. Pac-Man. There's no such thing as arcades, are there anymore? Like, are there, there? You know what? There, there, are. there are. There are some out there, and it's mostly because people still like the retro notion of standing there in front of the machine. But I wonder, like back in the day, it was literally like 25 cents. You know, you took yeah. a quarter, you mm -hmm. put it in. Remember those right. machines? You would put a dollar in, four quarters would come out. Yeah. I don't know. Like, is it... Is, is it still the same? Could you go play an arcade I don't game know. right now for 25 cents? I mean, is there an arcade? Like, where would be? Where are the arcades here in Southern California? I, I guarantee you somebody can call us today right now and say, look, there is an arcade in this part of town. There's an arcade over here. They exist. I'm telling you they do. So there's okay. a place on Ventura in Sherman Oaks, Valley Village, North Hollywood area that's called mm -hmm. the One Up. And you can go into the bar and you can drink and you can play video games. And they have a whole, like, walls all the way around of video really? games. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The one up. Okay. I mean, right. there, there's one, I'm trying to think by uh, LACC, I believe, right in front of it. There's like an old school arcade that I used to go to with friends mm -hmm. next to like Ocha, which great Thai food, by the way. Right. Um, that one's pretty cool. I mean, there was, seems to be one here I see in like Santa Monica called Playland Arcade. Um, there's another one. Where is this? Um, kind of like in the, I guess just west of oh, west of Silver Lake, like East Hollywood, almost one called it's just called Family Arcade. Um, there's one called Button Mash, which is near Dodger Stadium, apparently too. So there you go. Hmm. Well, that, those were those were good old days, man. Go to the mall to play video games in an arcade when your mom could just drop you off and go, okay, here's two dollars. I'll be back in an hour. You, you, know? you know what what else was also cool back then? Laser tag. Did you ever play laser tag? I have yeah, played buddy. laser tag. Yeah, take my kids on. I mean, on rare occasions, but it, it wasn't that long ago. I feel like I took my kids to play laser tag. Does they that still exist or no? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah no huh. doubt. No there was doubt. a place in the Fallbrook Mall called Qzar, and that place was amazing. Yeah, I spent I so many weekends that. there. That was super fun to play that, too. Um, let's go to Jason, uh, who's listening on the app. What's up, Jason? Uh, so uh, two things. Um, uh, no to Chris Paul. I mean, okay. I know you have uh, a love affair with him because you refused to not pick him in the finals, even though it was obvious the Bucks would win. Wait, so, wait. How obvious better. was it when they were kicking their ass up 2-0? Like, what are we talking about? Like, it didn't look that well, obvious. I mean, you just automatically was like, Chris Paul's unstoppable because I tweeted you guys about it. And Drew, I'm like, wait a minute. Drew Holiday is the best defensive guard in the league. Right, and but Drew anyway, Holiday finally learned to be the best. Though, right, but it took him It took him about four games to realize he was the best defensive player because he, he wasn't playing well, that kind of defense for three straight, games. So, I mean, it, it, it worked out. But I think a better fit would be uh, Kyle Lowry or even Lonzo, but just someone on a lower pay scale um, and, and that provides defense and shooting just the same and is just generally younger. I, I, yeah, um, I, I just think that when you, have a, when you have older guys on your roster, okay, and you're trying to win a championship, younger guys more times than not generally don't work out. Like, look at the guys. Well, I prefer the, Kyle Lowry. He's not young. Kyle Lowry would be uh, – listen, I have, LZ does not want Kyle Lowry, and he's not on, he's not on this week. He's on vacation. But I, have, I am with you on Kyle Lowry. I think Kyle Lowry is a legit – Perfect, like, number three guy on a championship-level team. And for those of us I who agree. think Chris Paul is too old, I think Kyle Lowry's, like, right about the same age. He's like, a, well, but he's old. got less mileage than Chris Paul I does. Understand, he but he's way less mileage. Yeah. yeah. He has one for those of us that break out the age. Yeah, for those of us that break one, out one the age thing, thing, though, it's, yeah, just, it's like they're the same age. Go ahead. Get okay, back into go, it, Jason. Go. 
So the other thing I wanted to say is I don't think Giannis was taking a shot at anybody. I think he was talking about himself. It just so happens that people going to super teams is a thing, so it could literally apply to anybody. But he was criticized and even told not to take his extension in Milwaukee because he'd never win. In that quote, he says, I don't want to put anybody on the spot. So he just was speaking about himself. It just so happens that it applies yeah. to a bunch of people. I, about that. I, I mean, I, I watched him say it live, and yeah, then I watched it again. I watched it live, too. <laughs> I know, but then and I he, watched it again. And while I think that, yes, I, I think that it was I, – I, I think what he was trying to do was covering his butt a little bit because he the emotion of it, he said it. And I think that there was a little bit like, oh, I can't believe this is where I've gone. Now I got to kind of not backtrack per se, but kind of make it more about me. I don't want to put anybody on the spot. I don't know exactly who he was talking about, but I definitely got a sense that what he was saying was, wait a second, there was a team and I could have gone there. And you know what? I just Right, he did. That. He actually right. said that. He stopped himself. Yeah, he started yeah. to say something and he stopped. He said, I don't want to put anybody on the spot. Mm -hmm. right. And that's when he said what he said. All right. Well, appreciate you, man. Take care, Jason. All right. We've got arcades. People are calling in. People are tweeting in. All right, we'll do that. Uh, coming up next, though, we'll take more of your calls at 877-710-ESPN. What should the Lakers do with their uh, situation at point guard? Mark Spears saying Russell Westbrook, Chris Paul. Kyle Lowry's a good one. I've been trying to push this Kyle Lowry thing for a while. Um, you know, Lonzo's available. You know, there, there, there are options there. So we'll do that. What you need to know. We'll be back in three minutes.